All right, welcome into the Derby Podcast, reporting here Monday night, the night before the start of the NBA season. Uh, you'll be hearing this, you know, starting NBA season Tuesday. Joined here by Rhino and Mad Max, we are going to be doing our annual win totals draft. So, how's it going, Rhino? Pretty good. Ex- excited for uh, basketball season to uh, begin. A lot of new faces on a lot of new teams, so um, mm-hmm. I'm just getting used to it right now. So tr- um, with the picks that I give you tonight, take those with a grain of salt. I did finish 500 last year, but I'm excited for NBA basketball to uh, begin. <laughs> no, Ram, much the same with me. Like I took this down last year, 6-4. and four. I always tell myself, too, like, I'm going to get more into NBA. Um, again, I failed to do that in terms of preparation. So I'm right there with you. I probably know fewer or less than you in terms of information on these rosters. But um, that being said, Mad Max, how's it going? You're sort of a round ball guy in Dartmouth. So how's it going? Oh, it's going great. You're right. You're right. Round ball. This is one of my favorite days of the whole year. Like you said, though, Rhino, this is a learning experience kind of day. And it is. I mean, I pay attention as much as I can, really. I really do love this shit, but still, I'm going to learn some shit today. Hackers, we're going to take a little trip down the rosters. We're basically going to read you the transactions of the offseason for each and every team. And at some point, we're going to say, holy shit, Danny Green is a insert team name here. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Like a lot of my stuff might just be reading a roster and saying they have this guy, this guy, this guy with no with nothing else. Gack. So, um, yeah, be prepared for that. Also, I mean, you got a shout out to that um, Diamondbacks beat the Phillies tonight. Um, so that's going to game seven. And Rangers, are we Rangers are up 11-3 on the, on the Astros right now, going into like the bottom of the eighth or bottom of the ninth. So most likely game seven going to go to the Rangers and they'll be in the World Series. Also, another, another thing with this, and this is like a sort of a, a note. I know we're getting the NBA win totals, but like. The Astros, isn't, didn't they lose all home games in this one? Like, the home team never won a game in this series, just like they did in the World just like the World Series, the Nationals and Astros that one time? Exactly. Yep. Wow. Right? So, it happened again. It happened again. Um, yeah, I guess that being said, we can get into this win totals draft. I will start first. I went 6-4 and four last year, um, took home first. Uh, Ryan went 5-5, five and five, and Mad Max went 4-6, and six, so... Starting with me, going to Rhino, then Mad Max, and Snake It On Back. We'll each get 10 teams on their win total. Um, so that being said, I guess we can get we can get into it. Um, I got first pick. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to take – you know, it's not – my analysis on this isn't, isn't going to be fun. It's actually like – yeah, I'll, whatever, I'll just say it. Hornets under 31 and a half. Only reason – being for this is fuck Miles Bridges and fuck Brandon Miller. Simple as that. <laughs> like fucking Miles Bridges, uh, domestic abuser, Brandon Miller. We know the whole situation that led to um, a woman getting killed in Alabama. So, yeah, I guess no basketball analysis from me there um, under because fuck those guys. Sorry. That's fair. Wow. Getting dirty. I know last year my first pick was um, Warriors under because of the whole punch incident with Draymond Green. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm sort of like yep. doing a no basketball analysis pick <laughs> on this one. All right. It's, yeah. It's a dart. It's a dart. Chuck one out there. Might hit. Yeah. Get into it. Um, yeah, I don't know many new faces on the Hornets. Um, Gordon Hayward is still like, is he still like their guy? Like, there's, uh, is well, a guy? I think he is like their go-to scorer, and Gordon Hayward is, um, he's getting old now. Yeah. Um, it's fair to say. Yeah, Terry Rozier is like, I don't know, inefficient. And the mellow ball is kind of injury prone, I'll say. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a playmaker, but like, dude, Miles Bridges, basketball wise, he's a good player. Like, I mean, he's just not flashy, I guess, and like, I mean, athletic, I guess, stuff like that, whatever. Good player, all around player, I would think for him. But like, dude, seriously, no, no basketball analysis there. Just yeah, this is like doing the. Like I said, the douche team. You can say that. Yeah. There you go. Canoe. The douche team. Canoe. What do you got? <laughs> what do you have, Rhino? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go. Nice pick, Ty. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to go to the uh, defending champs, um, the Denver Nuggets. They are at 52.5 on our board. I'm going to go there over. Uh, over 52.5. Very nice. Because um, Jokic is the MVP. Um, they like they don't really have I don't know like superstar players like the flashy superstar player like a lot of mm-hmm. other teams have like Jokic just puts up numbies and Murray just does his thing like those two. All they they care about winning, I guess, and they don't really take nights off for load management. Um, they play hard, and they like they like to win the regular season games because um, they care about that home court advantage. And when you play in Denver, I guess that elevation has a factor, and they play well at home, and they're the defending champs. Um, mm-hmm. For sure. I kind of, I kind of go with them and Utah, like not the Utah of two years ago, but the Utah of like when Mitchell was there. Like they care about home court advantage and they play hard during the regular season. They don't really take nights off, so I'm gonna go with Nuggets over 52 and a half. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Not you gotta love the continuity there. Yeah, for sure. And the guys showed I, that they could play healthy. You wondered a lot about Porter Jr. and Murray. Well, Murray returned to, like, Bubble Murray. Bubble Murray was a thing. Bubble Murray went fucking crazy. But yes. then he tore his ACL. And it took him a long time to get back. And there were a lot of question marks there. And with Porter, his entire career has been just a bunch of injuries. But right. this past year, when he finally got going at about Christmas time, he was good throughout the rest of the season. And yeah. Played good fucking basketball besides just being healthy. And the way Turd Jokic plays, I mean, he looks like a fucking turd out there, but the way he plays, he's, he, does. he doesn't leave the ground very, very much. Right. He's like 300 pounds, <laughs> but he doesn't get hurt. So No. No, he doesn't. I will go to you, he, man. And he makes, 
Like, yeah, and then like Jokic. Also, I should say sorry. Like, I I got thirty one and a half. I should reiterate that I said like one time. So thirty one and a half is the number there under. You went over fifty two and a half, Rhino. Jokic, yes. like you said, I mean the guy's the MVP. He makes like he makes all. He always makes the right play, right? And he can shoot. He's smooth. I don't know. It just it's insane to me that that's the guy that's the best team. That's the best player in the NBA, right? Rhino said it with his body composition. Like, what's stopping to me? Like, obviously, it's really hard to be that good. But then it's like, for me, like, hey, at other athletes, what's stopping you from, like, being able to do all of this shit? <laughs> right? But um, then also, Aaron Gordon, like, turned into a really, like, a, a good um, a good NBA player. Um, we saw that in, in kind of the finals run there, too. So, yeah, yep. just throwing that out there, too. It is too bad, Max. All right, fellas. <laughs> I'm going somewhere dirty. I'm going to Utah, and I'm going with the Jazz over 35 and a half wins. Utah Jazz, Jazz in it. Jazz, Jazz, Jazz flutes. <laughs> what do you got in the Jazz? Got anything in the Jazz? Anything on the Jazz? I don't. I know nothing about the Jazz. So all I know is that Laurie Markkinen came like he became all an All Star last year, and that's all I really know about that team uh, in terms of the Jazz. I like to pick up of John Collins. I like to pick up of John Collins for the Jazz. He came there. He came there um, in July, right away. One of the first transactions after the season wrapped up might have been the first trade of the year. Bring in John Collins. Didn't really lose much, so this is another. I like continuity. Rhino picking Nuggets over. That was one of my favorite picks for that reason. With the Nuggets, they lost Bruce Brown. You know, you got to lose some somebody to bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the most part, this is a team that played good basketball last year. Markinen's developing. They kept the core around and brought in John Collins. So a couple other guys, Omar Gertzevin and Josh Christopher, who highly heralded guy out of, out of his younger years, didn't really turn into anything with Houston. Maybe his fault. Maybe Houston's fault. Jazz. Jazz. Flutes. I like it. A couple notes that I see on this roster, too. Johnny Juzang, undrafted, and Micah Potter, Potter undrafted. So, Otsky. Oh, interesting. But that's all I have on the Jazz, really. Um, I guess my next, you can your second pick, too. On the Snaking snake. it. I don't know, hackers. If I said the number, they're thirty-five and a half. That's what we're going over. So, Jazz, go win me thirty-six games. How about that? That's doable. Perfect. And for my second pick, Oklahoma City Thunder over forty-four and a half wins. I really like watching the Thunder. This is kind of a well. I like watching them because I think they're good. And frustrating bit is. Their excitement and goodness doesn't always translate to wins, but I think it's going to start to eventually here. So I like the Thunder. Fun players. Shaquille just Alexander is a true star, and Josh Giddey's just getting better, too. He's very fun to watch. Uh, we'll go all the way back to the 2022 NBA win totals pod and reference the same thing again. These guys have two seven-footers who weigh less than 200 pounds. <laughs> Toothpicks out there. And yeah, they can ball. Yeah, and right now I was talking about how Chucky Hepburn had to lose weight to get down to 190, and he's 
six two. And then you get a serve under two hundred at seven <laughs> foot tall. That's crazy. It's it's crazy. Other things with the Thunder, I mean, I was right there. I had that on my big board as a Thunder over, um, relatively high on my big board, too. Um, Chet Holmgren, right, coming back. That's the Chet, 1740 reference there. Uh, yes. Right. And then um, Lou Dort plays D. SGA, I'm with you right there, Mad Max. It should be like he's a star. We just got him in our. Yes. I just got him in our fantasy basketball draft. Um, so yeah, and they brought on Davis Bertans. He can stretch big too. I don't know how. I don't know how big of a move that is, but um, he's dude nice. can shoot. Dude can shoot. I like Davis. Right. It's a good piece for a team like the Thunder. You bring him into somewhere like Denver, Milwaukee, and you're not as excited, but he looks a whole lot better <laughs> in Oklahoma City. Right. No, that guy's been, like he's in the Wizards, right? Like, yeah, maybe it's easy yeah. to look good on like a Wizards team because nobody gives a shit. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Like that wouldn't move the needle, I guess, if he's going to like a Bucks team. But maybe something like this would be a good fit for him. Rhino, it's up to you. All right, um, I'm gonna go with a pick that might not be popular to our listeners. Because, um, I don't know, maybe our listeners just like the Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with Grizzlies. And um, I'm just going to go under 45 and a half. My reason for this pick is the whole John Morant thing. Like, is he going to be suspended? Um, again, I don't know. I haven't paid any attention to his offseason. So I don't really know what the whole deal is there. Um, was he picked up in our fantasy draft? He's a no. free agent right now in our fantasy so he league. Wasn't. He's okay. So that's kind of alarming. Which right. I guess I'm guessing that means he's going to sit for some amount of time because otherwise he would have been picked up. I mean, he's their best player. Um, he's so sitting he, 25 games, hackers. 25 games for draw. Yeah, that's a huge. But that's like a quarter of your season right there. More than that. Um, yeah, more than that. Uh, <laughs> they brought in Marcus Smart and Derek Rose to kind of, I guess, help in the backcourt. I mean, that's not a lot of scoring. John Morant was like a 24-point-a-game guy with like a lot of assists, a lot of playmaking ability. And they do have Desmond Bain, who's a really good player. And Triple J and Steven Adams in their front court. I like that, but again. Adams down. Adams okay. down. Adams oh. suffered a tough injury. That's a big. Uh, that's big. Yeah. That is big. It's a big blow. He's, mm. I like him. He's a really nice, I mean, because he's yes. just strong. The best he, thing about Steven Adams, yeah, right. The best thing about Steven Adams is like when there's a like a scuffle on the court, and then Steven Adams just like steps in between, and like nobody is moving him, and he just like walks forward, and then everybody's like he just goes on the path. He just like, he ends the shit. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah, so losing him is a big part of their front court. Um, they do have depth in the front court, like Triple J, Brandon Clark, but I don't know. Losing your best player, you're going to have to ask a lot of guys to step up. Mm -hmm. And 
could be they kind of lose that yeah. excitement. Like he's an exciting player when he's out there, not flashing guns mm-hmm. and Instagram videos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a nice player, but sorry, man, you got to sit or you're suspended. So yeah, I'm gonna go Grizzlies under there. Right. And the West is tough. <laughs> Whoever you play in the West, it it's tough, man. Right. I feel like the league nah. around got a lot better. Like oh, I love the NBA. Yeah, the rookies that came in, and just like watching preseason highlights, like these teams that were supposed to be ass last year, they look a lot better. And it is preseason. I mean, it doesn't matter, but they look a lot better. Right. So I think the league got better and. Me too. It's tough when you lose your best player. Right. I think yes. To, to your point on the, I think it's like young. It's be- becoming younger to me at least. Um, right. Maybe you see aging LeBron James and stuff like that. So I, and that's just obviously one player, but it seems to be getting a lot younger to me. So yeah, I agree with you there, mm-hmm. Ryan. Um, thank you for bringing up that Stephen Adams news, Mad Max. That's huge. To their team. Yeah. <laughs> it's great for your pick. Uh, it I, helps your pick. Even with Steven Adams, I actually had the Grizzlies written down for over. I didn't love it, but if I had to pick that, I would have picked them over, even at that 44-and-a-half number. But Steven Adams, tough loss. Yeah, apparently he suffered a knee injury in a couple months back, but they didn't really they didn't know what the outcome would be. And I think just this week it was announced he's going to have surgery that will end his season, which sucks because more sad news to report on the Steven Adams front. He finally turned 30 years old this past summer. <laughs> it's like wow. ancient in today's NBA. But yeah, it's, a, it's a, yeah, ancient. All right, I'm going to go with uh, – <laughs> it's up to me now. Um, let's see. All right, second one on my big board, and I hate to be the wet blanket here, but I'm going Spurs under 28 and a half. Aww. Yes, yes, they have Wemby. I'm wet blanketing this one. <laughs> Bro, who else do they have besides Wemby? Um, like, the roster's nothing. The leading scorer last year was Keldon Johnson. Jakob Pertl's gone. He was their leading rebounder, a contributor at the very least. Then you have Devin Vassell. Vassell? I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name. And then Trey Jones. So, yeah. And then also I saw Wemby. Drake just took a picture with Wemby. So we all know that Drake curse. Oh, no. Um, although I think didn't didn't uh, one team actually win with the with Drake, so maybe that curse is gone a little bit. But I can't remember. There's just so many like so many teams with Drake, and then the whole meme of the Nuggets of that. Yeah, Nugget, right? Okay. Yeah, right. So maybe the, the curse is gone, but you know Drake has had a losing track record with those things. So oh, taking the shout out Drizzy. under he, that twenty. Get that on a. He hit that on exact series result too. He said uh four one nuggets. Back in a big way. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> I like Drake too. So um I don't know. That I, I got Spurs under twenty eight head. You guys have anything on the Spurs? I just think the roster outside of Wemby is that's kinda it for me there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's fair. There's another one that yeah. you go, Mad Max. It's another, I just want to say it was another one I actually had over, but with very low confidence. Yeah. Their oldest player is Dougie McBuckets. <laughs> Bro, yes. Wow. He's a nine-year vet, apparently. Um, but everyone else is very young. They're very young. 
I'll say that. And um, young NBA rosters do not tend to do well, um, especially in the West. I mean, I'm going to keep bringing up the West. It's going to get old, but the West is very good. So at least the NBA is getting better. All right, My follow- only worry with this under here was that the Spurs, I don't think that they're going to be one of the bottom five teams. So I don't think they're too incentivized to keep going downward. I don't think they're going to have the first pick or the second or third pick to get a real difference maker to pair with Wemby. So they might be more apt to do something like actually make a move sometime during the season and see if they can go out and acquire someone to maybe help bolster that roster for years coming forward. I don't think they're quite bad enough to get one of the top dudes. So that worried me about about that really low number. Oh, right. And then also like the ceiling play, like the ceiling of Wimbanyama, what can it be? Like it could be fucking phenomenal. And plus an argument against it too is like, Goodness. does Pop really want to sit around and be on a tanking team? I don't think God. so. Like, so you like have some piss and vinegar pop right there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see for sure. Um, Next pick that I'll follow up my Spurs under 28.5 with is going to be Lakers. We get 46.5, so I'm going to take that under. Um, Lakers under 46.5. Reasoning behind this for me is they were 43 and 39 last year. Uh, They got older. I just referenced a little bit ago. LeBron is now 39. Um, Load management stuff always pops up with this team. Do they care much? Does it matter if they care? Does it even matter if they care? Like, they were not a good team last year. Um, Lakers number always gets pushed up by the public, too. Um, and a little nugget I had written down, too, is since 2009, Lakers have outperformed the win total by one and a half just once. So that's since 2009. That's, that's a, I mean, that's a good trend. That's a trend, I guess. I don't know if it's. If you guys like following trends and stuff like that, but that is a trend in my favor here, uh, making this pick under 46 and a half. I mean, yeah, LeBron, AD, and who, uh, D-Lo, Austin Reeves on the team. I, I don't know. I just want. I'm just gonna go under there, based off public hype, and they got older, and I'm expecting load management, and maybe injury stuff pops up for Anthony Davis again, like it always has. Yeah. I like their offseason. I actually did like their offseason. Like you said, the one thing they cannot combat is Anthony Davis is soft and he got older. LeBron getting older, more injured lately. But they brought in Christian Wood, who I like. Cam Reddish, who has been a disappointment so far in the league, but I think he actually fits his team well. Gabe Vincent, good depth in the backcourt. And Tareen Prince, these are decent players. Um, as opposed to some of the shit that they've been trying in years past. They're not dealing with Westbrook anymore, so that's a plus, too. Right. That is. I mean, they had they had zero shooting um, last year. Zero. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to surround LeBron, if you have LeBron, you got to surround him with shooting. So I think they yeah, got that's that. Yeah, that's Dave that's day one shit, by the way. I know it's kind of like GM LeBron making the team, but that's day one stuff. Like you surround LeBron with shooting, like, and how is it not being? How is that not being done? Kind of thing. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Play. I don't. I don't understand it. And then uh, you, uh, Gabe, Gabe Vincent was mentioned. Like, is 
I really like real believe. I, I know he was like phenomenal in the playoffs. Like I don't know if that's just like an indictment on the on the Bucks just letting him go wild, or is this guy like actually legit? Because I don't know that. Like, how was his regular season? I guess is what I'm asking with the Heat. I guess I do see that he had shot forty percent from the field, thirty three from three. I, I don't know. Like, perhaps he is good, or maybe like I mean, improvement is a thing. So maybe. He Proved down the stretch uh, and became like a much better player after the Heat. So yeah, maybe you can build off of that. I don't know. I guess yeah, you can probably him to be good. I believe him to be good, not a All Star, but good player, good player, good okay. little player. Okay. <laughs> nice little player. <laughs> nice little. Nice little piece. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You're up, Rhino. What do you want? All right, I'm up. I think I've done uh, this pick in the past drafts. So, and I think it's hit. I hope it's hit. I'm not even sure. Like hackers, <laughs> you need to just take what I say and don't even listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Philadelphia 76ers. Over 70 or over 47 and a half, excuse me. So we are at Sixers over um, 47 and a half. My reason for this is there's they seem like a like a good regular season team. They're usually top three in the East or they've been top three in the East uh, for a couple of years now behind the Celtics and Bucks. Or Bucks and Celtics, however you want to slice it. Um, their front court is very good. Embiid, uh, Tobias Harris. They added Mohamed Bamba, who I like, and I'm glad he's out of Orlando. I'm glad he's out You're of. You're the first person to ever call him right. Mohamed, I think, in his life. Mohamed, I, I think so. Right? Now. I don't even think his mama yeah. calls him Mohamed. <laughs> I do like their uh, veteran players, P.J. Tucker, Kelly Oubre. It, they just added Kelly Oubre this year. He's a veteran piece who can play in both sides of the court. Um, Daniel House is a shooter. Uh, Danny Green, another veteran guy. So he is a sixer. He's there? He's a sixer. There he is. <laughs> there we have it, Ackers. You can turn um, it off now. Danny Green, 76er. He's back. He's back. And a, a guy I haven't even mentioned. Uh, oh, I, I do like Maxi. Maxi's their point guard. And he yeah. seems like a guy who I like him. I usually don't like guys out of Kentucky. But Maxi just seems to be caring about winning. Um, oh, for sure. The anti-Harden. Such yeah. a great fail safe for when Harden does the Harden thing. If he does yes. it. And that, yeah, one guy I didn't even mention yet is Harden. And Harden... This offseason, of course, runs his mouth, um, saying he's never <laughs> going to play for, or saying that Daryl Morey is a liar or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, dude, say what you got to say and move on. Um, I don't, I honestly don't even care if he's playing this year or not. I'm still going to take their over because without him, they usually play, without him, teams play better team basketball. And with them, like, Teams still win. <laughs> yeah. He's a decent, he's a good player when he plays. I mean, he, I hate to say it, but 
they win games the way like it's not going to work in the playoffs. But regular season, sure, Harden, shut your shit. Yeah. But you're not going to play it. I don't give a shit. They're still going to win games without you. So. Yeah. No, that's like yeah, the whole Harden situation. Like you went to China and it was an effort to like promote the NBA, wasn't it? And then just in that, he just said. Gerald Morey is a liar, and, I, and he's like, let me let me say that again. Let me repeat that. Like, just a weird situation. Yeah, that was like, what, cringy video. I don't get it. And, like, didn't, didn't like, Daryl Morey, like, I could have this completely wrong, but didn't he, like, go to bat for James Harden all these years? He I'm did. Sure. Wasn't so, he like, I don't in, fucking uh, get it. Wasn't he the president of the Rockets? Yeah. A, yes, uh, he was. Okay. If we we can we can yeah. bring this back just a little bit. There's a one key detail here, and when <laughs> when when Harden came on in um, Philadelphia, came back to Maury from Brooklyn. This was last off season, or no no no. The, I, the trade went down in the middle of the season prior, so it wasn't off season. But they brought him in, and he signed on for a whorehouse rate, and then that. That prompted an investigation by the NBA to, okay, Harden just went way too cheap. And it was so, you know, so Philly can build a better roster. He took way below market value. And they had to look into if there's any other payments and shit going on under the table. Because that's presumably, I mean, James Harden just took a huge pay cut to be a part of his team. Like, there must be another way in which they're compensating him. So, really, the implication here by Harden doing this shit, he, he said the quiet part out loud. And it's. Yeah, I was supposed to get some money under the table, and Daryl Morey didn't do it. Like he said, he was going to. That's that's kind of the kind of the mood around things here. So okay. that part is definitely messy. But like Rano said, good team regardless. Yeah, I like their additions of Ubre, and I like Ubre. He's a nice player. I like Ubre too. Very good, very good pickup. All right, that's seventy sixers over forty seven and a half. Yes, sir. To you, Max. Max for two. For two. For two. <laughs> Detroit. Detroit basketball under. Detroit under. Twenty-seven and a half wins. I think the Pistons are this year's. Once again. Oh. Well, <laughs> like pretty, like pretty usual. One of the worst teams in the league. Maybe the worst team in the league. So 27 and a half. I see him as like a 23 win team. Pistons under 27 and a half. It's just pretty poopy down there. Not, not really a whole lot to say. Their draft picks haven't panned out lately. Cade Cunningham hurt, unfortunately. He's kind of fun. He was fun at least in college. I don't know how well his game translates anyway, but the fact that he hasn't really had a chance, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, okay. boys. You like any Pistons talk? Yeah, Pistons. I had this on my big board as an under as well, Mad Max. I, like the same. Who scores for this team? Like Cade Cunningham scores for this team yeah. on volume alone. He had a 27.9% three-point percentage last year. So it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously you might want to see some, you might see some improvement from a rookie uh, there in that department. But then, like, I don't know who else scores. Bojan Bogdanovic is the best offensive player they have right now in my mind, or at least more efficient. For them, that's kind of yikes, right? So, I agree with you on the under there for the Pistons. Would they? And their biggest, they their biggest dollar. They got Joe Harris as a total overlap for 
the thing that they do the best, which is find Bogdan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Pistons. Pistons. Yikes. We got to spend some money on something. Let's get another one of those things. Same thing that we do. Oh, goddamn Pistons. Well, sorry, Pistons. Anyway. <laughs> Pistons fans out there, I don't know a single one of you. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Holy Christ. <laughs> so, reviewing my list now, I see all of my highest confidence plays out of them pertain to the central. That's strange. So, we're going to stay in the central here, and we're going to go with the Chicago Bulls over Chicago Bulls over 37 and a half wins. The Bulls. Bulls. Los Toros. Los Toros. I like the Bulls. They're a team that deals with injuries a lot. Poor Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball's out again this year. Missed last year. Very mysterious knee injury that might have just ended his career. That's really sad to see. But they still have other good shit going on. I like Vucevic. Great center. One of my favorite centers. Love Zach Levine. Thrilling player to watch. Can fill it the fuck up. Crazy athlete. And DeMar DeRozan. Your favorite player's favorite player type of dude. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think I had this listed as an over as well. Um, They won 40 games last year, and they're basically running it back. I guess that ball injury. not adding it, like, obviously a factor. Um, Javon Carter, they added, I guess. Caruso can defend, right? Um, and like you said, Levine fills it up. Sure. DeRozan can score. They need to shoot more three. They need to make more threes, and I think they're working on doing that. At least what people have said in the preseason is that they look like they will be able to shoot more threes this year. And I think Billy Donovan is a decent enough coach, like, you won 40, they won 40 games last year. Now their win total is set at 37 and a half. Like, for why? I, that's kind of what I'm asking based on the roster staying basically the same because they're running it back. They added uh, Tory Craig. He's a he's a glue guy. <laughs> I love a glue guy. Then why does he always fall off? <laughs> <laughs> why is yeah? Why is a glue guy moving around so much? <laughs> He is, uh, he's, he's a glue guy. Your grid. If any of you hackers do oh. the Immaculate Grid, um, there is an NBA version. So, um, guess Tory Craig. He's bounced around to the Nuggets, Bulls, Suns. Pretty sure the whiz bags are in there, too. So. Definitely whiz bags. He was bagging it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you got anything on the Bulls? Or? I, I was on there over last year um, for the same reasons that Mad Max is on them. I, I do like Vucevic a lot, and I think they got a good thing going with uh, DeRozan and Levine. I, it sucks. Lon, I mean, that Lonzo news sucks, man. He's a, he's a playmaker on offense, and he... Uh, he plays hard on defense. So they kind of got Carter to kind of help with that. 
Carter's the guy that can shoot threes and play defense. And I like Caruso, too. So, yeah. yeah. I like that pick. Not a bad squad. No, not at all. Who did they draft? Did they draft anybody? They, dra- they, they drafted. Have- they did not have a first-round pick this year, but they drafted Julian Phillips out of Tennessee. Yeah. The Walls go in the second round. And they uh, also picked up Sonogo, the UConn. Aha! Oh. UConn's big. So. Who went undrafted? I, I don't I, understand. I, yeah, I was going to say, I just saw that undrafted Sonogo. Didn't he just, like, dominate? I know. He just college, dominated the NCAA. <laughs> Weird. College bigs go crazy and, and then just <laughs> I can't sniff it. It's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand it. I guess he's he's six nine, so he'd be undersized as a big in the NBA. But he looked dominant as hell in the NCAA tourney. So yeah, when he made those couple threes, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> Brown, you got uh, your next pick lined up. I do. Let's head on down to um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Stat Atlanta. Um, Let's go the Hawks under under 41 and a half. I don't think they're going to get to the 500 mark. I do like Trey Young, but uh, like Mad Max brought up earlier with his jazz pick, they lost John Collins. John Collins was an athletic scoring big for them, for the Hawks, and losing him really hurts. Their backcourt is good. In Atlanta with Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Um, but their front court, man, not very deep. They have Capella, and that's about it. So <laughs> I think they're going to get beat up on the glass. And I don't really see much defense here. Again, Trey Young is not a good defender. No. And. These the Hawks just seem to always be in shootouts, so they're gonna win games against teams that can't shoot. But when it comes down to the fourth quarter, we need to get key stops. I don't really see who's gonna get the stops for you. Love it. Or the rebounds. So yeah, Man Max probably has more, but I just don't see a lot of front court depth. Front court depth here. You nailed it, and I also I also think something low key to watch out is them to be sellers at some point in the middle of the season too. They could be making a trade that moves maybe even Trey Young out. You never know. Keep an eye on it. Interesting. Wow, I have nothing on the Hawks there. Um, so I it's up to me for two and Rhino by the way too. You mentioned your 76ers. You did have them last year over 50 and a half as your first pick in that cash for you. So um, I fact-checked you. You were correct. Thank baby you. Binsk. Thank you. Just got to do it again, Philly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to something that I also went to last year, and that's Warriors under 47 and a half. Um, this is just another hater play by me. Um, Draymond Green, and now you brought in Chris Paul, that team is going to be insufferable to watch. There's not going to be a foul called in the court that they're going to agree with. 
they're not going to commit a single foul. Draymond Green and Chris Paul haven't committed a foul in their life. Uh, just ask them, dude, this is just going to be a puke team to watch. Like, all the complaining and bitching going on, under. Warriors, under. And Jordan Poole left because, of course, Draymond punched him in the fucking face. And now it's apparently Poole's fault. And they had to get rid of him. Like, dude, fuck off. Warriors, under, 47 and a half. Yeah. I like it. I, I mean, I, I, I think, yeah, you've like hit it. Like, I just don't picture Steph Curry like saying, oh, thanks, front office. You're bringing another guy. I already got to deal with Draymond's bullshit. Now I got CP3 to share the ball with. How about fuck you? <laughs> like, if I'm, <laughs> if, like, if I'm Steph Curry, I'm saying, okay, I just got to get to the playoffs. And then I'll just launch threes and carry my squad. I'm. And I like. They very well could. Like you. Go ahead. Sorry. I, no. I, this. I just. I mean, Chris Paul is a winner, wherever he goes. But is he going to be coming off the bench? Like that was kind of some talk in the off season. Like Chris Paul coming off the bench. I don't know. I don't know how he's going to take that. I just don't see them starting three guards. Um, yeah. Their front court is not very, t- like, this might be the shortest team in the NBA. Mad Max probably knows more, but I'm not seeing a single seven footer here. Their tallest player is Dario Saric. That's correct. And he will be coming off the bench, I'm assuming. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he would. Okay. I so would he, think he would come off the bench. Not very tall. No. It's classic. It's it's Warriors. It's okay, Dre. Is it still 2016? Can we still do the damn thing with you at the five? Right. They right. continue to. They continue to let him see if he can be the guy in the middle. And they changed the league in a way. So just, do you owe it to the guy? I don't know. They acted like they did and sending out Poole and giving him the extension, giving Dre the extension. And I don't think that's what I would have done, but. Dude, I don't know. This guy, this guy is like steered away. I'll put steered away in quotations for Kevin Durant because they had some sort of beef for whatever fucking reason. Uh, and now, like, I, I don't know. Maybe people like him. I just don't like him. I don't get the thing with him. He's a liability offensively. He's gotten worse ever since he came into the league offensively, I guess. Oh, he makes good decisions, maybe? I guess. I don't know. I just don't buy into that stuff. Um, Like, he's a dog. He's a leader. I don't know. He just pisses me off. He pisses me off. Dude, he punched Poole in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yes. And- and they got pissed off that the video leaked. Yeah. And then we're yelling, yeah, we're, we're mad at the Warriors video guy instead of the actual person who punched a teammate in the face. Like, again, MJ, Jordan might have done that, but, again, Jordan's got six rings. Draymond. And Jordan's an actual fucking goat. Draymond, you are someone who's been handed everything because you play with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Yeah. I get right. He had like to his credit, yes, he has been good and Mad Max has said too, like the guy was 
he's been defensive anchor for this team as an undersized big, and that's kind of that's impressive. Obviously, like tip the cap for him, tip the cap to him for doing that. Um, I don't know. Can he keep on doing it? I guess he'll have to. He'll have to. Warriors. The guy's going into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. No doubt. He's a part of one of the three best, uh, one of the five best dynasties in NBA history. If you want to go back and count OG Lakers and OG Celtics, put it in terms of the 21st century, it's the Spurs, it's the Warriors, and that's about it. So, yeah, crown his ass. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next one. Um. I've taken all under so far, haven't I? I have. I'll put another one in there. Bucks under 53 and a half. Oh. I, I was on the books over, I believe, um, last year. Um, taking the under this year. Uh, a little trend I picked up on, too, is teams with win totals over 50 are 42, 23, and 1 to the under in the last 11 seasons. That's 64%. So there's a decent edge there. Not, not anything astronomical. Also, no regular season bud there. Bud, coach bud teams in the regular season have, like, done the damn thing. Bucks did get Damian Lillard. Obviously, that's a huge piece. Maybe the longer to gel thing uh, in there. I don't know. That's my angle on this one to go Bucks under 53.5. This is still a solid ass team, dude. Um, just playing those angles there and taking the under 53 and a half. Yeah, obviously the big news is Lillard there. Losing Bud does hurt a lot. Again, that might help in the postseason, some might say, because Bud did not make postseason adjustments, as well as, or who knows. Um, but yeah. people say that Bud did not make postseason adjustments. I would be one of those people. Because it seems that every game that went by in the postseason, like teams would just score at will, like the Heat just scored at will without making an adjustment. Um, so maybe moving on from Bud helps. Maybe it does. Maybe it comes back to bite the Bucks in the ass. But when you add a star player like Lillard, and you, I don't think they gave up anything for him. I'm glad to see Grayson Allen go. <laughs> Um, who else did they give up? I don't think like oh, no Drew, Drew Holiday. Drew, no Drew Holiday. But I think that's I think Lillard is an upgrade, right? For sure. No, and that's the thing. They, they they say like that you lose defense from Drew Holiday, um, right? But you gain but then, so yeah, much. You gain, right, exactly. And then the thing is too like, and this is I always love, I love Drew. Drew Holiday did, did bring good defense. The last bit of taste in your mouth from Drew Holiday defense is him getting fucking absolutely worked by Jimmy Butler, and then like worked <laughs> like dude, it in was a way that I've never seen in my life. Yeah, so it's like that's the last taste in your mouth of Drew Holiday. So maybe some people might be like, "Good riddance to you, Drew." I know. <laughs> Like, but obviously they want to ring with them. It's no. not like that, but yeah. it, it's not like yeah. that at all. That's the last yeah. thing we saw. Yep. So that's Salute Bucks on three and a half. Yeah. No. Yes. Drew is awesome. Plus, yeah, yeah, Drew's an awesome guy too. So, I love Drew. Yeah, he's awesome. 
hate I don't hate the pick. Fuck Boston. Hate to see him in Boston. Absolutely hate to see him in Boston. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna hate you, dude, because he's in Boston. Yeah. Of course he had to go to Boston. You knew he was gonna go to Boston, Miami. When as as soon as Portland was like, yeah, we'll take him over here. It's like, uh oh, there's another <laughs> piece in this puzzle. Which one is he going to? He's gonna go. Hope he ends up in like the Lakers for some reason, but he's gonna be a fucking Heat or goddamn Celtic. Right. Yeah. Brian, is it to me? Okay. Um, I will go. I'll go out west to the Los Angeles uh, little brother Clippers. I'm gonna take the Clippers under 45 and a half. The Clippers have been this load management team for since load management began. I don't know, three, four years uh, since Kawhi got there. I'm not sure how many games Paul George and Kawhi have played together out of how many they could possibly play. I'm going to guess under 60%. The They try to go small ball, but they don't have the shooting that Golden State has had, so they haven't been as successful with that. They do have, when Kawhi and Paul George, if they decide to play the full schedule, I mean, yeah, they're going to, the over here, I think, but I just don't see that happening. Again, their front court depth is not good. They have one center on their roster, and that's Zubats. Um, they start Zubat. I've watched a lot of Clippers games for some reason because they're always on ESPN. Because we always think Kawhi and Paul George are going to play, and then HR <laughs> and Kawhi is in street clothes, and then you're like, why are the Clippers on national television? Uh, so Zubat starts every game, and he plays like five minutes, and then he sits the rest of the game. And you might see it, it actually happens. And then you, you might see him come in for like the last three minutes of the game, if it's close. <laughs> Just a weird strategy there for Zubats. He's a nice player when he plays. I, it's not like he's wrecking the game for the first five minutes. Right. Um, no, no. So I don't really fully agree with their small ball strategy because they don't have the shooting. I do like um, their forwards. I do. I like one forward that they have, Rocco, Robert Covington, nice player. He's getting old though. Uh, and they have Norm Powell, one guy that we touched on who is just not. Not up to his caliber anymore. That is Russell Westbrook. <laughs> How much is he going to have the ball in his hands? That Right. When Paul George and Kawhi play, they need to have the ball in their hands. And I just, Russell Westbrook needs the ball. And like, there's only one ball to go around. And Russ, you're just not as good as you were in OKC right. when you had to run the show. So, I don't know. I'm taking their under. They don't have any shooting. And no big man. All right, perfect. Fair enough. Perfect. Mad Max for two. Okay. Another pick, Rhino. You guys are going against uh, my predictions a lot here, but you're flipping <laughs> off the ones with very low confidence. Okay. Uh, I see the. I I would not have gone to the Clippers anytime soon. I see them as a dart toss. Like you said, it's 
if they're going to play, they're going to go over. But are they going to play? Probably not. But, yeah, they could. So, <laughs> Boys, I can't get out of the Central. Going back to the Central. I'm going to the Pace Bags. Indiana Pacers over 38.5 wins. Christ, please get me out of the Central. <laughs> Pacers though I I've heard a lot of good talk on the Pacers. These are it's like a, one of those like I I'd like know. to see the Pacers make some noise. Right. It, it for what it's worth I guess like I don't know what do you call it? like basketball guys guys one of their teams that are on the rise apparently I've been hearing a lot of good things from like sharp action wise like this should be a good team. Um I had it written down as an over two bad max Halliburton is a great playmaker he averaged over 10 assists per game last year then got injured so i mean he could have been like league leader in assists there they added obi toppin and bruce brown like this team should be fun to watch too because they should get out in transition and let halliburton make plays um and more on halliburton he was a 49 40 87 guy so damn near 50 40 90 player um yeah i just like halliburton there um and Rick Carlisle seems like a decent enough coach. I know they didn't have it really figured out. We kind of dogged on the pace bags in the past because they weren't very good. But now this seems like a team that's on the rise, actually. Fun team up and down the court. Shoot the shit out of it. Like, good quick guard guard play defensively, too. Do they still got fucking TJ McConnell? I don't know. If they <laughs> yeah, do. they do. They do. Oh, my God. That guy had eight steals in the first half of a game last year, but couldn't quite get to 10. It was really sad to see. Rick Carlisle's a sneaky 64 years of age. That's your fun fact for the day out of me, at least on the pace bags. Pacing oh, it. I don't know. Shooting here. <laughs> <of> shooting. <clears throat> Benny Miles turned to stay healthy. I know we've been referencing quite a bit of front court stuff. I mean, Maybe it isn't as important as we kind of are hinting at, but this team kind of needs Miles Turner to stay healthy at that center position, it looks like. Um, and they did get Toshibwe undrafted. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever going to see the court, but he's there, I guess. They have a really have good, a- uh, They're deep. Um, Matherin from Arizona. Mm. He was a stud last year off the bench. Yes, he but, was. Buddy Heald can shoot the shit out of it. Yeah, like Mad Max yeah. had this thing, shoot the shit out of the ball. Yes, Buddy Heald, yeah. Snipers, snipers. Snipers everywhere. And Sheebs. <laughs> Sheebs. <laughs> Not sure how much Sheebs will play, but they got him down. God damn it. Uh, I don't even know. Why did I bring up, why did I bring up Sheebs? <laughs> That's all I have on the Pacers. They're loaded, dude. To your point, they have a bunch. They have a bunch of. They don't have star power per se. If your stars are Halliburton and Miles Turner and Buddy Yield, it's like these are some B-list stars. But to your point, they're stacked with C-list and D-list guys. And you know what? Someone's going to come knocking for those guys. So we talked about transactions a little bit tonight, and this is another team that is a decent enough candidate for someone could make them an offer. Swap a little some some shit that they're sick of, you know. Probably not a Trey Young, but disgruntled star, you know. Sick of having Harden yeah. over here. Send him to fucking Indy. See how he likes it over there. Oh, man. Yeah. 
No. What strip clubs out there in Indiana? He would sink that city into the center of the earth. <laughs> Shit. Don't do it, Indiana. Oh, do you have the next one? Yeah, yeah, let's bring it back around. <laughs> wow, I'm just touching on horrible teams here. I don't mean like that, Pacers. Just, it, it's your name. It's, it's not the team, it's the name. Here we go again. Rockets, Houston Rockets, the Rock Bags over 31 and a half wins. Damn it. Ooh, really? Yeah, fuck yeah. Sweet. <laughs> you guys like the Rockets? What about the Rockets right now? You said, damn it. It seems like you're one of their, your, oh, your next pick. They weren't my next pick, but I. I was hoping to steal them later on. Matt Max, what do you... I'll, I'll let you go first with what you have on the uh, Rockets. Rockets. Somewhat similar to the Pacers. Guys who like to run. Youthful, youthful guards. Fortunately, they had to do the thing where they paid a bunch of money to a couple of weird guys. Namely, Dylan Brooks. Don't really understand that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, I'm saying. And I don't really know about Fred Van Vliet either, but I like the team before these guys. And on paper, like if you're just if you're just gonna do like the weight thing, six pounds of shit over here, half dozen pounds of shit over there. I think, um, holy shit, they brought in Jeff Green. <laughs> Jeff Green's still getting it done, huh? Okay, I'm doing I'm doing this thing right now. All right, we'll just read through some of this <laughs> shit, hackers. Victor Oladipo is now a rocket. Didn't know that. Jeff Green, like we said, now a rocket. Reggie Bullock. Stayed in Texas, going from Dallas to Houston. Interesting. Aaron Holiday. Okay, so they actually did bring in some vets too. Right. The guys they lost, Kevin Porter Jr., Josh Christopher, touched on it a little bit earlier. I like the team. I like the team. Thank you, Ty Ty Washington now in Milwaukee. And KJ Martin. KJ Martin, they traded um, right at the end of the postseason last year. Package him up, sent him to the Clippers. So those are the moves. I like Houston to win 32 games. I think that's low. I don't think they're one of the worst teams in the league this year, which they've not been able to say for a while. Might be a playing team. Might be like a nine seed hmm. in Rhinos West. <laughs> yeah, I, Spurs. Yeah, this kind of goes against what I say about the West, but uh, I like the Rockets. Um, they need uh, Jalen Smith or no Jalen Green. I'm sorry. The I like they got Jalen Green and Jabari Smith. Um, I mix up their last names sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Back-to-back first-round picks for them in 2021 and 2022. They need those guys to step up. Uh, one guy that is a pretty good front-court player for them is Shangun. Yeah, people uh, do go nuts for Shangun. Yep. Shangun, uh, kind of put, he's their double-double guy. Um, and he is a playmaker, too. Not as like a five-assist-a-night kind of guy. As a center. Um, oh. So kind of like 
a poor man's Jokic, you could say. Big poor man's. Yeah, making plays at the center position. So I I like the uh, what the Rockets are doing. I'll say that I right, do not no. like Brooks at all. So that's why I made the. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shangun made uh, 3.9 assists per game last year, so almost at five. I mean, yeah, he make, he's, he's making gonna, play uh, center position, bro. He's going to make the jump. Nice. 3.9 assists for that with that roster, like you're making plays. You're finding yeah. the right guy to guy. I mean, right. they don't have the studs, but I like what they're building with their young players. Right, and then kind of bolstering it a little bit with some vets, like Bad Max said, they bring they brought in some veteran presence there. It mm-hmm. was in the past, like two years ago, or like the past years, it's been like nothing. <laughs> and now yeah. you actually bring in right. some vets. So, right, I, I met you. You like that for a potential at the over there? I'm seeing Shangun at seventh in the most improved player odds in my book. Actively, is it plus two thousand? Maybe there's something to that there, Rhino. I per I, I hear a decent amount about Shangun. I don't I think he's I think he's fair. More excited about guys like Jay Sean Tate. But I do see Ben Simmons also on this most improved player list. How is that gonna happen? Oh Jesus Christ. Jesus. If they do four thousand. <laughs> wow. Dude, if he if he plays like I mean it's pretty easy. You just play games, Ben Simmons. You might win most improved because you don't play. Like <laughs> That's, that, would be that, such a, that would be such a bullshit way to win too oh yeah Ben Simmons freaking most improved player oh because he actually stepped on the goddamn court eight years after being drafted <laughs> yeah no kidding with LeBron comps give me a break dude <laughs> <laughs> well seriously yeah, yeah that, you're, that, you're, you're absolutely right that actually happened that is a thing that actually happened. LeBron comps for Ben Simmons. I'll try that. <laughs> Rhino, it's to you. Alrighty. God, I hate this, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> We're going to go out to the nation's capital. I'm going to go to the Washington Whizbags. The fucking Whizbags, boys. I'm going to take their over. It's twenty. It's a low number. It's the lowest on our board, twenty-three and a half. But uh, I like the uh, scoring that they brought in. <laughs> I mean, as I look through their roster here, they have guys that can score the basketball. Gallo, Gallinari, he can score. They have Tyus Jones running the point this year. That kind of scares me. But he had a as a backup in Memphis. He had a high assist to turnover ratio. So hopefully he can find the right guys he's not gonna i don't he doesn't create much on his own but he just seems to find the right guy they have a lot of shooting down in our nation's capital with uh kispert bullets and kuzma and pool and shamit shamit god shamit <laughs> shamit so they got shooting and scoring that's the one, the one reason I say that I hate this is because they don't play any defense, <laughs> and that's kind of what it's been in Washington. <laughs> they don't play any defense for a while. It's been this way for a while. They do have Johnny Davis, 
from Wisconsin in his <laughs> second year now. So, Johnny Davis. Who's your journey? Time for you to for shape up or ship out, you know? Yeah. It makes <laughs> We need something good to come out of uh, Badgerland on the hardwood. So, Johnny Davis, yes. make some noise. All right. Play some defense down in our nation's capital. Yeah. Right. That, that can get you on the floor for this team, dude. Playing some D, honestly. Shape up or ship up. Coaches love that. If you can play defense, you're going to find some playing time. Well, especially since nobody on this team does play any D. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, what I'm, that's we've what I'm seen it for a while now. Gallo is a 15-year vet. I don't know if the guy's played 15 minutes of defense. In during his <laughs> they got Mike Bro. Muscala, a 10-year vet. Mike Muscala has probably been on 10 different teams. Dude, M- Muscala and Danilo lateral quickness, you might as well just be like, there's like nothing. <laughs> There's only shuffling through cement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're dealing with in Washington. Like Corey Kispert doesn't bring like lateral quickness either to me. Like no, the guy hasn't played defense in his life. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Johnny Davis, you want to find? Yeah, he's used to defending. Goddamn Eastern Washington State out there. So Pacific. Pacific and Portland State. Yeah. <laughs> Expecting him to stand in front or guard even a guy like Shamit. <laughs> right. No. But that's a that's the lowest number. You just gotta get to twenty four. Yep, get to twenty four. Do it with bags. Do it. They don't have Beal. They don't have Beal, I guess. That big, big point to mention that. They don't have Beal anymore, guys. But which, Obviously, if I didn't mention them, you probably should figure that out then. Um, right. <laughs> my pick. <laughs> I've been in all-unders. I kind of want to might go for the all-under board, but I'll t- buck the trend here and go with Celtics over 54 and a half. Now, I know I just mentioned that little trend I had with that teams over 50 wins bullshit, um, and I'm fading that trend right away with this pick. Maybe I just think the Celtics are that good. Um, over 54 and a half wins for this team. Uh, Brogdon, Smart, and Robert Williams are all gone. They added Porzingis and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, to me, is a reliable guard. He gets it organized. It's like Marcus Smart was out there being guard. And he, like, Smart would do wild shit. Like, stuff like, dude, you have Tatum and Jason, and you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Like, maybe get him the ball or organize something so he can get him in the ball in a good spot. But no, like, Smart is kind of a wild card offensively. Um, they also added Porzingis to stretch it out offensively. Now his health, obviously, in question. I think he's a plantar fasciitis thing going on right now. We'll see how much he can actually do. Um, but... Theoretically, it's a good offensive piece, um, kind of like the bigs for the Celtics, like in the years past. I know they had Horford, but like they kind of like wouldn't be able to stretch, and they'd be in the way maybe of like Tatum going to the rack or Jalen going to the rack. Now, Porzingis, you can do pick and rolls with them and do pick and pops with them. 
as more of an option offensively. So I'm kind of seeing that. Um, yeah, Celtics over 54 and a half. I also believe this is like a revenge season. Like, dude, I, I mean, how long we've we been hearing about the Celtics and how good they are. Like, they maybe should kind of prove it now, get that home court advantage throughout in the East. I think they're the best team in the East um, roster wise. So maybe you'd make that push for that number one seed there over 54 and a half for the Celtics for my first pick. You guys got anything on the Celts? The seeds? Like scared of them. Yeah. Huge potential. I, Huge potential. Yeah. As a Bucks fan, I do like hearing that they lost Brogdon. Because uh, if they did have Brogdon and Drew, uh, yikes. But I'm glad that Brogdon's gone out of Boston. I love Brogdon. It's going to, whoever picks the team that he's on, it's going to be a shock to me. So, uh, <laughs> if you pick Brogdon's over, I'm going to like it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going there next. I am going to go with. God, Christ. I don't even know where fucking Malcolm Brogdon is. He's on the Blazers. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Yikes. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor guy. Fucking ship him out of there, Portland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to the Blazers uh, right now for this pick. I am going to go with sort of another spiteful um, pick here. Not, see, I have, I have a lot of spite, I guess. A lot of hate on the NBA. Uh, um, this is another one of them. Mavericks under 43 and a half. Jason Kidd, not a fan of his coach. I don't think he's a good coach. Um, that's with his Bucks days. Um, they also have Kyrie Irving. I hate the hell out of Kyrie Irving. He has gone into count or multiple places and just like sewered the team, like made it a dumpster fire. Um, he did that in Brooklyn. Um, he did it like the Celtics thing. They said, "Dude, get out of here." Um, they were a better team now they're that. now they're a better team. Um. The Nets were not a playoff team with him, right? And then he left, and they became a playoff team. The Mavericks last year, they brought him in, and then they started tanking down the stretch. I don't know. Yes, he's a good player. He's a good player. I just don't understand. Every time he goes somewhere, it ends up, like, folding, like, crashing, burning, like, bad, dumpster firing. Like, it's not good. Um and then you have Jason Kidd on top of That's that. A and, then, and, <laughs> and then, like, Luca, I, I like Luke. I like, I want to like Luca. He, like, gets really fired up and kind of, lack of a better word, whiny in these games. And he, like, gets te- he gets teed up a lot. A lot. So I'm taking the Mavericks under 43 and a half. Just a hater pick on Kyrie and um, Jason Kidd there. I mentioned, like, zero guys in the roster. I mentioned Kyrie and Luca. So, you guys want to. Where's the ball going to be? Talk, <laughs> stop right there. You guys want to be talking about the other players in this team? I don't know. Nah, we can skip over Dwight Powell for now. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Maxi Kleba. Kleba. <laughs> no, Ty, you hit it on the head. I just, yeah, I'm in the same boat yeah. with Kyrie. I think we are on that same wavelength. Who's going to play defense? Oh. Yes, right. <laughs> By a show of hands, podcast <laughs> audience, how many do you see? 
Like, yeah. Is that what? Is that the way Jason Kidd says it? Show a hint. Who's gonna play D? <laughs> he says it into his podcast. <laughs> oh, they got Grant Williams. Yeah. There, there he went. Yeah, they yeah. did. Good on them. Shut up, balls. All right. All righty. Rylance, to you for your uh, for your pick. My pick. Let's go out to. We're kind of hopping across the nation, hackers. Uh, we're gonna go to New York. The Knickerbockers, the Knicks, the New York Knicks. Their total is at forty-five and a half. I'm going to take the under here. All so right. for under forty-five and a half for the Knicks. I'm just writing that down quick. Hold on. Yep. Uh, let's go through their roster. Christ, figuring out once. <laughs> they got Brunson at the point, R.J. Barrett at the two, three, um, Julius Randle at the four, at the four. So right there, that's three left-handed players. Wow. That's anybody else find that interesting? Three left-handed players. I find that very interesting. Um, so they're all going left. In New York, they got <laughs> um, DiVincenzo. They're a pretty experienced team. Uh, they got some vets, but the East is getting a lot better. So that's my reason for this pick. The Celtics are good. Bucks, Cavs, Sixers. That's kind of your top four in the East. I think the Knicks are a playoff team. Um, so I think they're gonna. Sneak their way in, maybe at this seven or eight. So I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs here. They still have a good squad. So, they, like, I don't think they can get to 46, though. It's going to be crowded at the top of the East with those uh, four teams that I mentioned, the Celtics, Bucks, Cavs, and Sixers. So that's a lot of wins to go around there. Um, Yeah, and the Knicks are kind of, like, they kind of grind it out. Yeah, Tibbs, Tibbs coach teams grinding yeah. it out now, yeah. And Tibbs, one thing I like about him is he uses, he doesn't let guys sit a lot, or guys don't like to sit for him. He plays his guys a lot of minutes, right. so that can kind of, um, or they can get tired legs. Again, I don't think I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just. Don't right. see being in the top four of the East. So that's my reason for the Knicks under. Fair enough. You mentioned the model lefties they have. They have. They also have four Villanova guys on this team. Wow. Holy. Archie Diacono, Brunson, David Chenzo, and Hart. So yeah, they're used to winning. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so they're used to winning. Yeah. All right. Hmm. You know who's jobless right now? <laughs> Who is that? Mark, Mark Wright. Keep your third eye open, boys. Watch out for Tibbs to get under some people's skins. Be quick to run him out of town. Someone's waiting in the wings. Oh. <laughs> file that away in the something to ponder file. And you Still know what? Magic. And Jay Wright would bring the suit game back to the NBA. Absolutely needs to happen. I yes. call him something other than Jay. His first name you is call- Jay. Yeah, you call him Mike, I think, but. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. 
<laughs> greatest college, one of the greatest college coaches. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Mike, Alex, right? Mike. His mom calls him Mike. Jay, right, baby. No, I mean, Brown is right. He would bring the suit game back. He would. God, it needs to come back in such a terrible way. Wow. Yeah, it does. It bring really the suit does. back. Mad Max for two now. Boys, I cannot leave the Central. I will not leave the Central. Cleveland Cavaliers over 50 and a half. All right, got that down. Cavs over 50 and a half. What do we like about the Cavs? I like them to begin with. And when I look, all right, we're going to go through the reading their offseason transactions, ladies and gents. They lost who? They lost Danny Green. Okay, he'll be back. They lost Robin Lopez. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Raul Neto. Yeah, whatever. Team was already good. Also added contributors like George Yang. Like George Yang. Added Max Struess. Struess, you know, might be a good player. Still find out about it. Drafted Imani Bates. Really highly anticipated guy coming into college. Had a turbulent college career, but they nabbed him late in the second round. And they add him to a good existing team already. They locked down Karis LeVert for a little longer. Isaiah Mobley already gave him an extendo. It's a good team. It's a good team. I believe so, too. Didn't they clear the smart? You had him last year in, in the draft, Mad Max, and they was just like cash by all-star break or something like that. Maybe it was two years oh. ago. Oh, yes. Yes, he's coming back. The Cavs are on the rise, um, man. And Jared like, Allen in the middle makes me happy. Hair game, crazy. <laughs> and yeah, star power, Donovan Mitchell, true star. Darius Garland, rising star. This guy's going to make it to some all-star games. Karis LeVert, nice player. Evan Mobley, pretty limitless potential with that guy as well. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Mobley brought in a little bro. Isaac Okoro contributes. Interesting player there. Don't really know what to make of him yet. This is a good team. It's just yep. a good, solid team. And like, that does I, not seem like too many wins. I like Jared Allen. That's a big miss. Yes. He is a rim protector, and he's not afraid to uh, protect the rim. No, he's not. He's not. A, he challenges everybody. Yeah, not afraid to get dunked on like some of the people just like, oh, I'm going to shy away from this. No, yeah, just challenge everything right now. <laughs> well, yeah, it, dude, the rim, you got to take it hard to the rim there. It says he's 6'9 here. Josh Allen? Or, wait, what? <laughs> Jared, 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 Jared. <laughs> potato, potato. Jared <laughs> Allen is 6'9. The fro adds like. Six inches. I was gonna say right, exactly. I thought this guy was a seven footer. He's definitely, he's definitely a seven footer, folks. He's not six nine. He's definitely a seven footer. Yeah, absolutely. I do like their front court depth. I keep bringing that up. I don't know why. I think front court is so important. But yeah, I like to pick Mad Max. Mad Max for the snake. Thank you. Let's wrap it around here. I'm looking to see if I can have any more central teams, but I think I already took them all. Taking Cavs, Pacers, Bulls, and Pistons. And Bucks went elsewhere, so that leaves us with 
No more, so, no more central teams for me to pick from. So I got to go elsewhere, and I guess I'm going to go to Sacramento, and I'm going to take the Kings to go over their projected win total of 44.5. Like the beam, baby. Light the beam. Can we light the beam again this year? They lit the beam many times last year. I think we're going to light it 45 times this year. Yeah, they were a surprising team last year. Much of the same then, or what? What were we going to see with the, with the Kings? What I'm seeing is really quick guards in the backcourt. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, who some are saying is like becoming a top five point guard in the league. I think he's just well on his way to doing that. Davion Mitchell um, out of Baylor. Super quick guard. Can play on both ends. They got good vets. Harrison Barnes can give you 13 a night, I guess. <laughs> they gave him a massive contract, and I think they're still stuck in that. But he's a nice vet. People like Trey Lyles, another nice vet, I guess you could call him. Not yeah. so much of a fan, but uh, they, as well as Alex Len for some yep. front court depth for you. <laughs> and JaVale McGee He is the Sacramento King I do like Malik Monk To uh, shoot the rock for them Keegan Murray mm-hmm. the rock. And we haven't even mentioned Sabonis Sabonis is a playmaker mm-hmm. In every way I like that Oh yeah I think it was I heard that like Mike Brown made it a point To not do the load management thing With this team So uh, I think that's a very key factor in pushing Wintels over. And I think the Kings, of course, too, weren't one of those teams that can be like, all right, we can coast here and load manage because, dude, it's the Kings. You're going to have to go out there and try to play every night to win games. At least last year you were going to. Um, but I guess you kind of like the coach come out and say, like, hey, we're going to make it a point not to do this one thing that people hate. Um, so I, I like the Kings. I mean, I'm in their corner. I'm in their corner. Um, King's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Is that was that your wraparound? Yes, it was your wraparound. It's to Ryan. Yeah, that's the tail of my snake. <laughs> I like it. All right, Haggers. Uh, we're going down to Orlando. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> last year on the win totals pod, I took the over. On the Orlando Magic, on the Magicians, and it hit. I also said that this team would probably be, in my in my opinion, they would be the lowest scoring team in the NBA. <laughs> it was just wild. It was just a wild analysis. I'm taking their over, but I'm projecting them to be the worst team offensively. That's <laughs> that was just a wild thing. But it, I mean, <laughs> you ended up being right on the over. I mean, I don't know. I'm. What, I'll have, I'll have to look at last year's um, numbers. To see where they finished on points per game, but uh, their win total, Ty and I were talking, it jumped up 11 wins from last year. So they were projected for 26, or their total was 26 and a half last year. Now it's 37 and a half, and I think that's a lot of wins to add. They're still a very young team. I do. I'm taking their under, by the way. Sorry, I don't know if I mentioned that. Under 37 and a half, right? 
So I'm on the Magicians under uh, 37.5. I want them to do well, but I just don't. I love like getting 11 wins better. What did you add? Well, Bancaro is a, actually a dude. So Cole Anthony, you got to step up, man. Who else are we getting here? Oh, we added Joe Ingles. Okay, it's a little bit of shooting. Um, Jonathan Isaac, are you ever gonna play again? They play this guy Okiki out of Auburn a lot. They played him over Mo Bamba, which I did not agree with. So, and Suggs, like Suggs was not a good player last year. So, where right. are you, where are the extra eleven wins gonna come from? That's my right. question. I I like no, yeah. I like what they're doing, but and I hope that they can put it together in a couple of years because I want to see them do well. I like the players that they have, like Bancaro, and I like Isaac. Mm. Just hope they can put it together. Yeah, but it's just gonna well, take a couple of years. Right. They finished thirty-four and. 48 last year um for the record one interesting thing about the about magic the magic is markel fultz actually has turned into um an nba player that contributes which you know you like to see it for him because like that dude was like broken he was broken broken for his first two years so now i mean he's turned it around he's had he's in the NBA still, and he's actually playing pretty well. I believe he starts on this team. So, yeah, I mean, Brown's got the under the Magic. That's all I really had to add in the Magic there. So I can go to my uh, picks that I have to make here. Um, first one is going to be another under. I've been – it's going to be just another under. It's going to be Suns under 51.5, another high win total team. I'm going under on this one. Uh, Aiton is gone. Nurkic is your starting center. I think that's a problem. There's no defense being played here whatsoever. You have Booker and KD. I I don't know if there's interest in playing defense. I know KD can play D if he really wants to. I mean, he's a seven-footer, and he he can play D if he wants to. I just don't know if he wants to um, kind of thing. Uh, Grayson Allen, they added. Did I say that already? Eric Gordon is not going to play a little good defense. Um, and your rib protector is Yusef Nurkic. Like, that's kind of yikes to me. Bull Bull, I guess they have. I don't I don't know if... Does he get a lot of run? Bull Bull? Like, people want him to play more, but he never gets the minutes. Right. And then Bradley Beal, of course, they added. But I know it's the star power is there for sure. They This team can fill it up. They will be able to fill it up. I guess depth is a question. And then um, defense is definitely a question as well. So yeah, that's uh, under 51.5 for the Phoenix Suns there. Um, my wraparound. Jesus Christ. I, I'm not. I guess I put these all down for unders. 
Uh, Pelicans under 44 and a half. That's my next pick. I have one over. That's the Celtics. Okay, Pelicans under 44 and a half. Uh, reasoning behind this is the team seems incons- inconsistent to me. I guess that's due to the injuries. We see that at Zion. Um, other thing is, I see the Grizzlies are set at 45 and a half, and like, weren't the Grizzlies just a way better team than the Pelicans last year? Just like miles better. Now I know the John Morant suspension thing is a reason why the Grizzlies total might be pushed down a little bit there at the 45 and a half mark. But I just don't like the team. I guess that's the, the reason why. And I'm maybe a square for buying into this Pelican of the under at this, but. The the injury history there with the Pelicans, it's definitely an issue. And I was going to be very volatile in terms of that, but I'm going to take their under, I guess. Yep. Um, one player I like from the Pelicans, kind of in that same Steven Adams boat, is Valanchunas. He's another guy who um, sets good screens. Um, he can stretch the floor a little bit. As a center, and he's been a double-double guy for his entire career, pretty much. This team does like to go small ball, which I don't agree with. Because I think Valanchunas should play more than he does. Because when he played for the Raptors, and he actually played most of the game, or more than 50% of the game in Toronto, the Raptors were a playoff team. And Mm -hmm. when he... When he sits the bench in New Orleans, you're not a playoff team. <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Those are my, those are my picks. To you again, Rhino. To me. All right. Let's go north of the border. Toronto. Is Nick Nurse still the coach there? He's in Philly. <laughs> Oh, he's in Philly. Jesus Christ. All that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take the Raptors. With that being said, I'm going to take the Raptors over 36 and a half. You just got to get to 37. I'm not asking to make the playoffs up there in there, Toronto. Um, They drafted Grady Dick. They have (laughs) – they got rid of Van Vliet. I think that helps. One question that I have for my boys up in Toronto, who's going to run the point? Dennis Schroeder? (laughs) Yeah. The the bag fumbler? Yeah. Siakam? They got like a (laughs) Siakam. Dude, Thaddeus Young, isn't this guy 50? (laughs) What? Yeah. They added Grady Dick. He can snipe threes, which they needed. Um, a couple other guys in their team. Gary Trent Jr., he can kind of snipe threes. I do like guys like Otto Porter, um, Pascal, uh, Boucher, Barnes, Ananobi. Those are guys that are all like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, they can play both ways. And they're, uh, they've been in the league for quite a bit now. So... I'm not asking you to make the playoffs. I'm asking you to win some games. They're gonna I think they're gonna be in a lot of close games because like like I said, they've been in the league a while. They know how to 
play the game mm-hmm. at a professional level. And you got guys like Grady Dick out there sniping threes. So hopefully Grady Dick can put up 20 points a game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's unheard of as a rookie out of Kansas. Mm-hmm. So, I got some They're going to need Dennis Shooter to just run the hell out of the point guard position. Or, or maybe this. Do you remember the name Marquise Noel? I was just about to say that. I would. That's what I was gonna say. I, my heart would love to see Marquise Noel run the point. Like that was an awesome March Madness well, yeah. from him. That'd be sick. That, that'd be it's sick. Enormous. But I mean, that would probably end poorly. I'm guessing he was undrafted. He's five seven. I saw. So yep. I missed. He's like a foot shorter than the whole rest of the team. Right off, right off like. I'm looking at the roster. There's like, yeah, it's a team full of six, eight, six, seven guys. Like this team is a decently tall team, it seems. I, I don't know. We also have Ron Harper from Rutgers, undrafted. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm going back on this Raptors team. Like, remember when Pascal Siakam like seemed like an absolute stud like three years ago in the playoffs? And it's like I was thought he would like be like one of those all-star type players like after that but then it's just like he's kind of been quiet so i'm just maybe looking for are we gonna make that step up siakam because dude that guy owned the bucks like yeah. owned him he's gonna bounce back he'll, he'll bounce back don't worry about him i'm not gonna worry about i'm not gonna worry about pascal anymore <laughs> spicy p <laughs> spicy p <laughs> yeah like yeah a bunch of six seven six eight guys they're gonna Play defense, in my opinion. Fair enough. Lengthy. Yeah. They're lengthy, um, bouncy. Bouncy. Lengthy. Mar- Marquise Bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> Mad, Mad Max, Max for, Max for two. For his final two, right? Am I right in that? Final two. Miami final two. Heat. Speaking of final two, Miami Heat. Over 44 and a half wins. The Heat to go over. Seems like a strange pick. This is a gut thing. I don't really love. They didn't. They're waiting on Lillard in the offseason. So they really didn't make any moves. They brought back Josh Richardson for a refill. The second cup of coffee. They brought in Thomas Bryant, who I guess is a one of my guys. He's appeared on the bring him to me list in years past. <laughs> Contributor for this team? Not really. He's not going to start. You have Bam out of bio, so that's a little redundant. Kevin Love, they actually re-signed, which was a surprise. I think that was another thing that kind of came on the heels of Wells shit. Musical chairs ended and Lillard got sat on by Giannis. So we didn't really have anything else to do except bring back Kevin Love. The lost gave this in Max Struess. Thank God they got rid of Cody Zeller, addition by subtraction. I just think it's a... Yeah. I don't really know what I, I mean, think here. I don't really know what I think. I feel like I just made a lot of arguments for the under and then said <laughs> over. Because the heat culture, that's what it is, right? No, dude, this team was... This team was like bad last year. They made the playoffs with a a negative point differential. 
a negative point differential. And it took them, they lost the first play-in game, so but they're seated high enough where they get a second play-in game. And they were losing in that game in the final minutes. And then what happened? Max Strews flopped in the corner on a three. They banged free throws. Um, they get the lead in that game. And then they upset the Bucks because the Bucks shit the bed and don't play defense. Um, this team was the worst three-point shooting team in the league last year. And all, then they started making threes in the playoffs. I guess this is me being bitter on the Bucks, just absolutely choking. Not even choking. They got boat raced by the Heat. Um, now, Jimmy Butler's coming out and saying, like, investigate the Bucks for tampering. Like, and then he's doing the emo hair thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of trending towards the I hate Jimmy Butler thing. I don't know. Um, Tyler Hero tweets out too, like survived another year basically, or see you next year because he survived the offseason because <laughs> the whole like rumor to be traded for Lillard thing. But I just know that Jaime Jaquez is just going to be an absolute stud for this Heat team, would fit into the culture perfectly. Um, because at UCLA he was just a stud, and now it's just going to be like, all right, yeah, the Heat make good play, like they just make good players. We saw Gabe Vincent come alive, and now it's just going to be another good player, another good player for the Heat. Um, I would, I guess, lean under because I, I lean over here with Mad Max. Um, I, I like to pick there. I guess just a heat culture thing. As dumb as it is, as dumb as it is, it's just one of those things that. I guess that's what I said stupid. without saying it because I had I don't know how to explain it, but that's where I went. They brought R.J. Hampton in. <laughs> is R.J. Hampton a rookie? Did he was he a Magic last year? I have no idea who R.J. Hampton. No. R.J. Hampton, the dude from freaking the hell is he from? He's from one of those big schools. Where the shit did he go to college, Rhino? R.J. Hampton. Duke. Didn't he go to Duke? R.J. Hampton. On this site, it says his pre-draft team was New Zealand, or his, his not pre-draft team. Yes, yeah, pre-draft oh, team yeah. says New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Wow, he actually was drafted by... By Milwaukee Bucks in 2020. Okay, I had him all wrong. He was one of those names, though. G League Unite. In through that way. Yeah, overseas guy, though. Hmm. At least I got to hold on to Caleb Martin. Something I think about this team is maybe Duncan Robinson actually is the guy that they signed up to give $18 million to. And maybe he came back around after whatever the fuck happened to him two years ago. Right. And then I guess possibly you can get a little bit of a jump from Tyler Hero, maybe settle into the role that I guess by default he has now. Yeah. Hacker Nation, if you made it this far and you have not yet seen Jimmy Butler's picture on ESPN, go look at it now. It's going to really, really confuse you. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. You got anything on the heat, Rhino? I mean, what the fuck is that? I mean, why did he do that? Why? why? He did that just for... I, I know why he did that. But, like, really, dude? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the heat. I, I like Spolstra. Spolstra's a good coach. Yes, yeah. that's all I needed to say. The best coach in the NBA. Yep. Currently, at least with tools. I don't think it's options. close. Yeah. He makes... Yeah. Like, and yeah, like you said, with the culture there, they just get these guys. And Hawkes was good in college, so they're gonna just turn him into a pretty good NBA player. 
Um, transitioning right from that, some of these guys in Miami just come from nowhere, like Struess, um, Vincent. These guys just came from nowhere and are producers. So, yeah, I like when I I like Spolstra, and I'm scared of the Heat if the if they match up with the Bucks in the playoffs. I am scared of the Heat. Yep, me too. I'm not this year. I was not last year either, though. Yeah, we weren't supposed to be scared. No, we were BJ. We were BJ guaranteeing ourselves into the goddamn finals. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have Damian Lillard. Now we do. Fair enough. Fair enough. This, what do you the whole the fourth quarter stalling offensively thing oh, should, yeah. shouldn't be a thing this time around. And I don't know, Jimmy, you scored 48 on Holiday, which, okay, score 53 on Lillard. We'll make up for it in other ways. And he'll do it, too. And he will. Uh, I don't know. That's all right. Moving on. Yeah. Fuck you, Heat. We'll yeah, we'll see yeah. you later. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Down to the final three. I see Timberwolves on the board. I see Nets on the board and Blazers on the board. I'm going to the Brooklyn Nets over 37 and a half wins. Nets. Another fun basketball team that does not really have much of a structure, but will have some sizzle to it. Who do they have? I like their guys that they have. Um, Cam Tom, or Cam Johnson can shoot the rock a little bit. Mikhail Bridges out of Villanova. I like him because he came from Villanova. The guy is a winner. Harold Wright. These guys just play hard, and I think uh, they were building something. They got rid of Harden and Kyrie last year, and they just seem to like build off of that. Like they brought in Dorian Finney-Smith from the Kyrie trade. He fit right into what they were like. He's just DFS. He's a yeah. He's a good player. I like Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie is a. I like their. I like the names on this team. Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. <laughs> Those guys on the court. And Clowney. They got a Clowney. No, what Clowney? Put those guys in the court. They're going to play hard. Um, Harry Giles. <laughs> Derek, Derek Whitehead. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I don't, I don't know what we're doing either. I, I, like the, I like what they're doing. They don't have a star player, but they got a bunch of guys that were role players and stepped up when they were traded Last season, like Bridges. I think you can you can call Bridges a star. I think we're there with Bridges. Okay. And yeah. and dude, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is a guy on this roster. I don't know. Uh, he might be most improved player. He might be LeBron James. Okay, he's probably not <laughs> LeBron James. We can probably stop with that anymore. But he is a guy who's making he's making top dollars. This guy gets thirty something million dollars a year to do whatever he does. I hope they. I hope he just. I don't know. Dude, he was benched last year. Like they benched his like. Oh my god, I don't know. And then bad I bad basketball player. I saw like a, like a video of him hitting a turnaround jumper in preseason and some caption like, "Are we doing this again? Are people backing on Ben Simmons?" I guess I don't know. Yeah. But dude, this guy was physically benched. Like he was available to play, available to play, and they just said, 
DNP CD do not did not play coach's decision. They basically gave him that. Like, but now maybe I don't know. Now we're just are we gonna buy back in on that? I don't know. But you don't need him. That's the thing. I guess is what the point you're trying to make there. I know. It's like you have other guys. You don't need it. And Mad Max saying it'd be maybe a little icing on top or the cherry on top if this guy actually does contribute in somewhat sort of fashion, some way sort of fashion. So Anything. that's yeah. <laughs> If he's yeah, an 18-minute-off-the-bench guy, but yeah. can give you, like, 8, 5, and 5, and those, okay, fine, fucking do it. Right. No, something right. to note, something I forgot about, Cam Thomas is a guy who bladed basketball at LSU, fun college career. When the Nets blew it all up in the middle of last year, he came in. And over a three-game stretch, he averaged like 42 points a game. That's a thing that actually happened. He scored 40-plus in three games in a row out of nowhere. And by the end of the year, I can't remember exactly what happened. But he wasn't really playing. Right. So that's an interesting thing. Mikhail Bridges, they brought in some guys that kind of made him kind of push him out of the role. Older guys, Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges came over in the trade. Dinwiddie comes back to town. Those are guys who are 30, 27, and 27 years old. I guess they're going to get the minutes, but they got dudes. They got fun dudes. I like Nick Claxton as well. Let's talk some front court depth. Pinsk, what do you think about it? Nick Claxton, pretty good center. He can get out and run for a center. He's not He's not oafish. He's long, and he can block shots. That's good shit. That is good. Ryan, I guess it's to you for your final pick. All right, let's go with um, let's go with Portland. I'll let Ty decide what he wants to do with those Timberwolves. I'm deciding to um, take the Portland Trailblazers over twenty-seven and a half. There. I'm taking the over twenty-seven and a half. I like. I don't like this fucking team, <laughs> but put <laughs> the over, so I have to like them. I do like a couple of their players. I do like Malcolm Brogdon. He can play offense and defense. He's wearing number 92 this year. Why, why, why are you doing that? born now? in 1992? There's got to be a story behind it. There's Yeah. But they did draft Scoot Henderson. They got Malcolm Brogdon back there. Uh, Afrony Simons has kind of been uh, following in Lillard's footsteps and McCollum's footsteps. So he's kind of their dude, their score. And he's getting some help with Malcolm and Scoot Henderson in the backcourt. Front court, I do like um, they got Robert Williams in the trade. He can play a little bit of defense. Uh, Jeremy Grant, he's been, or he was there last year, and he's been in the league for a little bit now. He's kind of produced. So I do like their forwards. They don't have a true center. They lost Nurkic. Um, all right, no, they got Aiton, my bad. So, I mean, Aiton's going to be hopefully playing a lot of minutes for this team just to help with rebounding and um, a little bit of scoring in the center position. But I don't think they're going to be ass. 
it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to find wins um, in the West. I feel like that. Like I said this earlier, the NBA just got a lot better. Right. More competitive. There's no. Absolutely. Um, I liked it. I liked what the soft season did. Yeah. Um. So it's to me then for the Timberwolves, and now I always get this wrong. Never get this right with the Timberwolves. I've had like so it's fitting that it falls to me. Um. <laughs> And I am looking at my board here. I have one over, so I kind of might want to do. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> and then if I take it, <laughs> if I take it over, they're gonna go under. I I'm taking the Timberwolves over. Uh, I just drafted. Maybe I don't know. They have the talent. They have the talent, right? Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. Like this team has the talent to do to make to win games. It's just like the Timberwolves, man. They're kind of a sad franchise, a sad history franchise. Like the best moment they've had is when Pat Bev got on the table in that playing game after they won. Like <laughs> that's that's what they have to hang yeah. their hat on right now. Now I know I just picked their over and I'm gonna curse them again. They brought in Mike Conley, I guess. Um, Rudy Gobert, maybe that trade works out a little more. Um, he can bring you something. I don't know, man. It's it's the reason this came last, right, in the draft. So, and there's a reason why I had such like a tough time picking it. I, I don't really have a great opinion on this team, but I'm just gonna take it over based on the talent they have. And I just drafted Cat in our fantasy basketball league. So, let's try to be positive there with the Timberwolves this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta at least try. Try and tie. Did I say forty-four and a half? Forty-four and a half. There we go. That's the draft, then, boys. Love it. Love it. That kind of thing. Ron Paul is back, boys. Yeehaw! Tonight, when you're listening to this, hackers, if you're still listening. <laughs> If you are, and God bless you if you are. And now go treat yourself to a little bit of Nuggets, Banner Ceremony, hosting the Lake Show. Because, of course. Yes, and then that's going to be Warrior, then Warriors and uh, it's, sorry, it's Lakers, Nuggets, like Mad Max said, and Suns Warriors for the NBA slate. Maybe we'll have a couple picks there on at Dart Me Too at Twitter or X, whatever. But yeah, I guess that being said uh ends our draft looking forward to the nba season i will try to get more into it and be picking more games um so yeah i guess see you later Hacker nation peace out